Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Serta with a C. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. And Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey guys, you're back on your normal line. Yes, back on tie line B. Yeah, wow, it works. It works. Yes, we got that problem corrected uh, yesterday, actually. So uh, got Trey back on his normal spot. And the first uh, time you said hi, there he was. Yeah, there he was. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, thank <laughs> you, Damon. Damon. Thank you, Damon. Good job, man. Uh, Seven nothing victory today. Uh, Arkansas softball against Long Beach. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And then a 6-4 to victory by Arkansas baseball over James Madison in game one of a four-game set. Yeah. So a good day for uh, the baseballers and the softballers. Yeah, it was. And uh, Will McIntyre had a good uh, good outing, not so much for uh, Hagen Smith, but um, good to see Arkansas come out with a win. It looked a little scary there early uh, when they went up 3 nothing, but uh, Arkansas came back around got it done. And some uh, pretty cold weather. It's like 40 degrees out there. 36. 36 by 36. the third or fourth inning. Yeah, wow. yeah 36 yeah. degrees with yeah. about a 17-mile-an-hour wind blowing out. And the high tomorrow is 40, so it's going to be a cold day tomorrow, too. Jeez. Sunday and Monday are better. What do you think Aloy actually thought? I mean, he he looked like, bless his heart, he had that um, scarf around his neck. And uh, no telling what all he had, you know, underneath, whether it... I would have had long johns, and I could put heater in my socks or whatever it may have been. But uh, bless his heart, uh, what an introduction to Arkansas baseball to play in that kind of weather. Yeah, no question. Um, played really well. So yeah, yeah. wasn't wearing flowers around his neck, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect him to have flowers around <laughs> from, his Hawaii, neck. from Hawaii. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, it is a little colder. I did here, not so. expect that one, Rick. Uh, those flowers would have frozen up yeah, if they, they if they had yeah. been around his neck. That's right. Uh, let's talk to Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Hello, Randy. Hey, and, uh, Mike. Mike. Um, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, hey, Trey. Um, hey. You know, the whole uh, thing about, you know, um, Eric Musselman leaving and then it was like, you know, you get on Twitter and, and people are like, uh, well, if he leaves, then, you know, we could get, um, you know, Chris Beard to come here. Oh, uh, if, but why would Chris Beard leave Ole Miss when Ole Miss has shown, especially with the football program, with, um, you know, Lane Kiffin, he's signing the, the best, uh, you know, transfer portal class in the, in the country. That they will spend the money to get the you know to give him what he needs to get those players there. What you know why 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 would it kind of almost seems like uh, Arkansas would be a step down as far as NIL because you look, you look at Eric Musselman and he, maybe you know some of the problem there is you know he got outbid for players. 
Yeah. Um, well, um, you, you, I don't know if that's the case, Mike, but and it, it's not the case really. They they kind of pieced together a roster that just didn't have a lot of chemistry. Ole Miss has uh, gone to the Sweet Sixteen. And they've got a Sweet Sixteen appearance history. Once. Yeah, once. But the In other history. thing is. Like, Dude, don't there's... compare Ole Miss basketball to Arkansas basketball. He's a great coach. He'll probably win there. But uh, Chris Beard would rather things not have gone the way they did and he still be at Texas than him being at Ole Miss. And he was also what? promised what? and given a very decent amount of NIL money to begin his tenure at Ole Miss. question is, will they keep of... giving him what they give Lane Giffen? Don't know. They're going to do football first. Will they continue to do that for basketball? I don't know. We don't know. But, hey, if he wants to stay there, we're not going to try and talk him into it. It's okay. All right. And and last thing real quick uh, is, uh, Trey, um, uh, they had the um, uh, uh, Kadarius Kern on the the zone the other day. He was a great interview. And, you know, is he good enough to make a – you know, can he be good enough to start as a freshman? Maybe um, hard to start as a what? yeah, hard to start as a as a true I'll, freshman. I'll, I'll get your comments on that. whatnot, and you guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mike. Hard to start as a true freshman um, on you know the line on either side of the ball. So that would maybe be a bit of a stretch. But potential wise, I mean, I think that he has the ability to be a future starter at Arkansas. The ability is the key word there. Obviously, there's a lot of work that goes into it, but. Seems like he's a guy with a great attitude, and uh, when you watch the video of him, you just—it's hard to pick which side of the ball you would like to have him on. You don't see many six-four guys where you could say, you know, this guy could potentially play tackle. You know, he's—he's he's got that kind of ability. He's very athletic. He's fast. I would love to see what he could run a forty in. Mm-hmm. I don't—I don't know if we have that a forty time on him, but I think he could probably uh, impress a lot of people with that. Um, but um, he's just—he's an athlete and. He's uh he's the type of guy that doesn't come along in this state very often. I mean, the state produces some incredible wide receivers, defensive ends, offensive linemen. I mean, it is produced in, you know, a lot of categories, quarterbacks, running, running backs. backs. Yeah. Yeah, but it is not produced defensive backs too. It is not produced defensive tackles. And I'm not saying that's what he's for sure going to be on the next level, but I think that he could be that if they don't decide to put him in offensive line. He could play defensive tackle. Uh, and the state just hasn't produced those types of athletes in a long time. It's been it's been a while. Like, you go back, like, the, when's the last stud defensive tackle to come out of this state? I thought and you were talking about McTelvin game, who you were yeah. uh, breaking down a moment ago. Sosa was 2016. And he was really listed as a strong side end. He was about 260, something like that, coming out of high school, 265 maybe. Uh, so, And he he started off his career at end. He moved inside later in his career. So he wasn't like just the the guy that comes out of high school that's 300-plus pounds, mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, and is like, this guy's a defensive tackle. You know, he wasn't that. Uh, I can't remember the last guy. I mean, you might have to go back to Bijan or uh, Cord Gray. Or, I mean, like you got to reach back pretty far uh, to get a, a defensive tackle. For whatever reason, this state just doesn't just doesn't produce those guys. All right, Trey. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the five zero one. Trey, I just wanted to tell you, you do a fantastic job with what you do, both at your job and on the air. But my question is, as far as Twitter goes, what's the number one source to follow for late-breaking news and important information on the Hill? I just said hogsports.com. Yeah, I mean, we put out... uh, If there's breaking news, then we want to get it out there first. So I would say my account, which is at Trey Biddy, I would say Danny West's account for recruiting, at Danny West, and... um, you know Connor Goodson at Connor Goodson uh, for basketball, and at Jackson McAfee at J McAfee two four seven. Danny West is Danny West twenty four seven on Twitter. So I would say those and those in each of the respects of fo- sports for football, basketball, baseball, recruiting, transfer portal. Um, I mean all 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 the main things, the main the major sports and transfer portal and recruiting. I would say those. Uh, 
Now, if you want to know what's going to happen before the breaking news happens, if you want to follow along and, you know, get the inside stuff, that's that's stuff that we don't put on Twitter. We have, you know, several thousand members on hogsforce.com on our message board, the Razor's Edge. That is where we really, you know, you know, go into detail about things to watch out for that could be breaking. Now, there's obviously stuff that's going to catch you off guard. That happens. Uh, but you, you you get a lot of great inside information on Hog Sports and, of course, on our message board. That The message board community is real important to us. All right, Trey, this from uh, Frank. He says, uh, please ask Trey, how long is the story of sore knees going to last? Then he went on to elaborate, trying to learn if Brazil is ever going to play again or is he quit, but still on the NIL. Yeah, last time I said somebody I didn't think was going to play again, they they came back three games later. So, uh, <laughs> with it, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Brazil is is thinking right now, but uh, he may be thinking about his. You know, future uh, beyond Arkansas and and getting healthy for that. But I mean, the guy had a torn ACL uh, a little over a year ago, and you know, that's I, I can see why you'd have concern if you're dealing with with some soreness there. Apparently, it's moving laterally, which is uh, giving him a, a hard time, and maybe not just soreness, but um, you know how the soreness is impacting his ability to move laterally. The question, Trey, is. Should he weigh the option of coming back to Arkansas? Because if you look at NBADraft.net, which is my favorite site to look at uh, those boards, he dropped down to the second round. Mm -hmm. And I think he'll continue to drop as long as he doesn't play. And why would he take a risk of playing right now the way this team is playing? He's not going to make the difference between Arkansas all of a sudden being beat by 29 no. No. against Tennessee or North, whatever. What I, I mean, I, I cannot, I do not have any faith that Arkansas will win tomorrow at, um, at Starkville. Now, is it going to be more than 12 and a half, which is what the current bet Saracen line? I don't know. Uh, if I were going to bet on it, I'd say, yeah, they're going to get, Arkansas will get beat more than, than 12 and a half tomorrow. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's been you know, a rough say, history. I would say if Brazil's a second-round draft pick, he still goes. You know, at this point, because he, he this, would, this is his third year in college, and he'll go. And and let's face it, as much as we think players ought to play, if he's got any hesitancy because of an injury, if he's not totally healthy, then he ought to sit it out. Also, to his credit, he still keeps showing up on the bench, and I think that's a that's a nice thing. He still wants to be part of the team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's there. Mm-hmm. But I don't expect him to play. No, anymore I would, this I'm season. not either. I, I, I think we probably. I don't know that. We'll, I, again, last time I said that, Devo came back. I understand. So, I understand uh, what you're but saying. My my gut says probably not. I mean, you know, I'm I'm still obviously watching and paying attention to Razorback basketball, and you know, want to see him finish strong. But I mean, at the same time, I'm also kind of just looking to the off season and seeing what happens. And my gut kind of tells me maybe we. Won't see Trevin Brazil in a Razorback uniform after this season or the the rest of the year, um, in terms of seeing the court. But you know, I could be wrong. I don't I don't know that for sure. Uh, I get surprised just like everybody else, time to time. <laughs> I mean, he lost last year, basically. Which, yes. Which it would make him a junior. Is that not correct? Yeah, he's a third. Yeah, he's a red shirt sophomore okay. right now. Mm-hmm. A red shirt sophomore. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after three years, he's got to go if he has a chance to. And if it's second yes. round, it's second round. Yeah, you know, think about Smith last year. We, we we were wondering all year whether he was going to come back. He did, and it didn't help him much. He got drafted much lower. He still got drafted in the first round, but much lower than anybody expected him to. So, uh, no, if you got a chance to go these days, you got to go. He was uh, projected top five before the injury. Right. And talk about Nick Smith. Mm-hmm. And Brazil was, I think, a, a top ten pick at one yes. time. Yes. Before this reoccurrence of the uh, of the knee issue, um, 
I asked you this before, Trey, and the only reason I'm asking again is because I'm getting an itchy finger, and I, I don't want to uh, have to get out the uh, uh, my notion. The white, the white out. No, I'm, I'm talking about the spring football dates. I oh, keep, you just said your finger was itchy. I'm no, it is. It's, it's, it's itchy to start yeah. t- typing those out and 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 mm. you know put them in place. Okay. So uh, shouldn't there be some kind? Of, I mean, this is now the 16th of February. Oh my gosh, we gotta have a depth chart by the February 16th. Well, right? Trey's already I'm, put that out. I've already put know. that out. That's yeah. our favorite. That Good gracious, market. that's old news by now. Good. That's great. He's had at least ten <laughs> or twelve or Project- fourteen. What do, you, what do you want? Projected wins, bowl game. What, well, he, what Trey's for? done that too. Yes, I didn't yeah. know that. He's got Arkansas. I knew he had a depth chart. I didn't. He's know got he Arkansas that. at nine and a half. I was shocked when that's I saw no, that. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Don't think he'd done that, that yet. I, I saw the depth chart. I didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> I figured I'd get. I wasn't going to get much of a rise out of the uh, depth chart, but I figured I would if I, if, since you said it that way. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions. Oh. Do we have any idea? Have you heard any kind of whispers like when this might actually, they might finally announce the actual dates? No, I I haven't. Uh, I know all you I, have to do is ask. Well, I will bet that the spring I, game is April 13th because that's the day yeah, of the Dean River Memorial. I agree with that. And the players come in that weekend, and that's why they're doing the memorial that day is so all the players can come back and participate. Yes, Yes, um, I've had that, and I had that date projected before the memorial was stated was was put out. So yes, the fact that it's right. also put out on that, I think, is you know, lends a lot of credence to that theory. Also, uh, but I'm I'm still expecting them to start March seventh. Um, I just based on last year, based on you know the whispers I've heard, I, I feel like. I feel like it's just going to be like a week out or maybe two weeks out they'll announce the schedule. Um, but um, well, it's only three weeks out now if it's March seventh. Yes, about three weeks out. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I. That's what I think. So um, next week or the week after. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Hopefully the day we'll before, have access. Huh? guys. I don't know if you remember how last season ended, but um, they shut. You know, after Dan Enos was fired, practices got shut down. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't have access to practice at all. Uh, I really hope that's not what they decide to do this year. And and like um, because spring football should be something that people can engage with and enjoy and talk about. When Brett Bielema got at Arkansas, he closed the first four practices in their entirety and didn't have press conferences right off the bat. And it was like they didn't even happen. And like there's an opportunity to have all this excitement and you know buzz around football, and um, it was just completely shut down. You go back to Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino, and this is a, you know we're going back to maybe a little bit different era of, of things. Uh, but you know this was still early stages of Twitter and stuff. But Petrino opened up every single spring football practice in its entirety. We wa- we got to watch every single practice because, I mean, he doesn't care if you know the plays that he's running. People know the plays. It's his his what you know sets him apart is when he calls the plays, when he dials them up. So. I remember. I mean, I can remember in spring football watching when the day that Ryan Mallett turned a corner uh, because he was really struggling, and one day he just he just had a really really great showing, and I remember we were all upset because um, the sports information directors wouldn't let us talk to him that day, and you know this was a time where we you know had pretty good you know pretty good access to players and stuff, and uh, that was like his turning point day. And so I remember that very vividly. But I, I really hope that they don't continue on the policy that they enacted at the end of the season last year after Dan Enos was fired and carried on to spring football out of the idea that there's newness now with, um, you know, with the offensive coordinator. They want to keep stuff secret. Spring football should be, should be open. Um, I'm not saying they have to open the whole practice, but it, in my opinion, you, you should open it up. I think it creates buzz. 
Uh, I think there's too much to be intrigued about with this team when you talk about 26 newcomers, 13 freshmen, 13 transfers, a quarterback competition, and Bobby Petrino back out on the sidelines. I mean, that's that's a lot for a 4-8 and eight team. I mean, that's... That's plenty to be intrigued with to see how it goes. Now, everybody's down on football. I get it. Uh, but, I mean, that's a lot of new faces out there. And, um, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff, in my opinion, that should be allowed to be covered. So hopefully Plus, if it, looks, if, if it looks good, it publicized, and all of a sudden people who are down on football might say, you know what, I'm going to go back next year. And you might get your season ticket sales up some. Yeah, well, I, I will, my reporting will be with very, very cautious. I'm not saying even cautious optimism, just, just very cautious <laughs> of, uh, of what the possibilities could be this year. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody in the SEC is getting better. I've said this before. I think, I think the roster has a chance to overall be better than it was last year, but that doesn't mean that they're going to make this significant jump forward. And, you know, this was a team also last year that was competitive for a long time. I mean, nobody, aside from Texas A&M, pretty early in the schedule, nobody until you got to, like, the Auburn game was just smoking them. I mean, they were going to Alabama and hanging tough and Ole Miss and hanging tough and LSU and hanging tough. Um, Texas A&M beat them by a couple couple scores, I believe. Uh, But aside from that, you know, they were losing, but they were losing one-score games. Um, and but I, I think they have a chance. A lot is going to depend on the quarterback situation. Um, but they, I think they have a chance to be better. But I also know that I look at what Ole Miss did in the off season, the transfer portal additions they had. They're going to be better. Um, you know, Auburn most likely going to be better. Um, so on and so forth. So it's not just the fact that Arkansas is going to be better than they were last year. You have to look at it relative to everybody else. So what I'm saying, these preseason, these pre-spring top 25 polls, throw them out the window. Until we get to the summer and we're That's right. for something to talk about. And you really have <laughs> a true roster you can sink your teeth into. And even then, I'm not sure you'll know precisely. We're going to be begging for those top 25 polls, Randy, in the summer when July hits. <laughs> we'll be begging for them. I understand. Trey, have a great weekend. We'll talk with you next week. This is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Central Arkansas Cadillac Dealers, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. February is Valentine's Month at Guadney Butte Gym C. Go beyond flowers and chocolate by surprising your love with a new ride from Guadney Butte Gym C. The Valentine's sale is the best time to upgrade your love's ride. These sweetheart deals won't last starting with 2023 and 2024 GMC Sierras loaded with 5.3 V8 with under 1% interest. Plus, for Valentine's, get an extra 32.50 purchase allowance when trading in a 2010 or newer vehicle. The sweetheart deals don't end there. Guadney Butte GMC is offering under 1% interest on several of the most popular models, including 2023 Buick Envision, 2023 Buick Enclaves, and the insanely popular 2024 GMC Terrain. Fall in love with the 2024 Encore GX and drive off for as low as $219 per month. It's Guadney Buick Jim C's Valentine's sale, and if he needs to, Cupid will shoot arrows through your bad credit, because this month, everyone is approved. That's Guadney Buick Jim C, next to Sam's Club in North Lorock. GMC, we are professional grade. Sanders Ground Essentials presents Belinda Mayo when she joins Morning Mayhem each Thursday morning. Sanders Ground Essentials, where great lawns start today. On the web at sandersground.com. It's Melinda Mayo each Thursday with Morning Mayhem on 1037 The Buzz. There are trucks, and then there is the truck. GMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing at Saracen Casino Resort during February, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD pickup this month. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino is not just any casino. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Greenway proudly supports the DIYer in you. Whether you're a mover, a shaker, a groundbreaker, a risk taker, a challenge embracer, or a landscape visionary, whatever the task, we've got a John Deere tractor that can help move your project forward. You've got work to do, so let's get started. 
Reserve yours today in store or at gogreenway.com. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Dave here. He's been playing dominoes for over 45 years. With a flick of a forefinger, he can make a row of dominoes pop popcorn. Send an email. And run the pool table. Well played, Dave. We're a lot like Dave playing dominoes, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can Schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply Packaging Products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We will be joined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn in a moment. Now, I got this from good authority that it's going to take a eat-off between myself and Kevin in regards to the record number of attempts of going through the Riverfront Salad Bar. Three and a half is the number right now. Three and a half trips through the Salad Bar is the record. The In fact, if someone else has exceeded that, we need the notes to get the record straight. Uh, the only problem that I can foresee is if David Basil is around, he'll be taking pictures and he'll be sending them to... Uh, uh, Mr. Fletcher. So then we'll probably be barred altogether from Riverfront Steakhouse. That's how good this salad bar is. It is the best salad bar in North America. And it's just part of the dinner for two for $60. Just part of the deal for $60. Because here's the other part. I talked about the filet. The unbelievable filet. Yep, Rick, I said unbelievable, because only believable until you sink your teeth into into the steak, because it's so tender and so delicious. It's 10 ounce, so you're going to share that with someone else, but the great part about it is it's just, it, it's beyond belief. It's amazing, and then you get the four double F fried shrimp, and those are almost a meal into itself. Then you get to the sides. Wow! By that time, you're thinking, hey, Shapur, you got a box. I need a box. I can take this stuff home. And um, because you simply can't eat it all. The hibachi fried rice with chicken, the baked potato, the mashed potatoes, the onion rings, the spinach supreme, the french fries, zucchini, the wild mushrooms. All that, folks, for just $60. So make your reservation now. Open tonight and tomorrow night. That's the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock, 371 Now you got to put 501 in front of the 371 501 Ask for Shapur. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed. Dinner for two, Wyndham Hotel, Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Is it true? I went through three and a half times. Is it true that you went through three and a half times? It is true. They they knocked me off before I could get to the back half. Yeah, and they what had I heard. To another round of baby shrimp out there. So what I heard. Yeah, the last time Amber and I, you talk about that fillet, Randy, the butter on top seared just to perfection. Uh, so I'm talking about. Yeah, I heard they threw like a white 
um, it wasn't a tarp, uh, some kind of white cloth, so that you can surrender. Yeah, so that you, well, yeah, that so you can get to the other. There are two islands right. that they have, and they but they blocked off the second one. Yeah. They did the same thing to me, so I, I I I hear your pain. All right, Kev, what did you think today? Six four final score. Uh, Arkansas defeats James Madison. Uh, some interesting numbers here for what it's worth. Uh, eight innings. Eight innings combined relief by Will McIntyre and Gage yeah. Wood. Only four hits over eight innings. Three given up by Will McIntyre. One run. Uh, that was by Will. One walk. Will walked just one. Of course, that was through... Uh, uh, what uh, he went, uh, he went five, five and two, and two thirds. thirds. Yeah, yep. uh, ten strikeouts combined, six by Will, twenty-eight batters faced, uh, twenty by Will McIntyre, nine groundouts to go with the ten strikeouts. Seven of the groundouts those were uh, by McIntyre. So basically, uh, once Arkansas kind of got past that rocky first inning by Hagen Smith. Uh, this pitching staff did its job. Uh, Will McIntyre and Gage Wood. Gage actually gets the save in the game. The victory goes to Will McIntyre. But um, and no decision for uh, Hagen Smith. Uh, Rick kind of alluded to this earlier, and you can talk about it. He was throwing gas, and I'm talking yeah. heat, uh, 96 to 98. I don't know if he ever touched 100 today or not, but he was throwing gas, but unfortunately, he couldn't control what he was throwing. Yeah, and, yeah, and the conditions played a big part in that. It was cold, it was wet, it was miserable out there for a pitcher today. So, we talk about the intricacies of baseball and how it differs from basketball and football, and there's a thing called feel. Pitchers have feel. It, not just a touch, not one of the, the, the five senses, but if you have a feel for how everything's working in motion and pitching is such a muscle memory action that if one thing is off by just a little, it's going to be a bad outing. And that's what you saw from Hagen Smith today. I'm not panicking. There's nothing physically wrong that we know of, and I think that would have come out by now, especially in the post-game press conference. So there's nothing to freak out about. Arkansas won six to four. They did get down three to nothing, but scored two in the bottom of the first inning. They scored two in the second, two in the third, and never really looked back. I was really happy that nobody panicked on that team, and you could see it's got enough veterans on that squad now. So nobody panicked. You had the veteran come in, Will McIntyre. He did his job. And talking with some guys, you know, Will McIntyre is not going to go out there and be flashy, but he's going to get out. That's exactly what he did today. And then Gatewood, the super sophomore from Batesville, he was electric. You know, he didn't light up the gun. He was 92 to 90. I think he had a couple of 95s up there. But what did he do? He threw strikes. He had, let's see, 90. He had 24 out of 36 pitches were strikes. So that That's big. Didn't walk anybody, and the one hit he gave up, if it was in the major leagues, it would have shattered that bat into a million pieces because it was in on the hands and just it went over his head. It was an aluminum bat hit, a BB core hit, as we call it. So uh, he had four strikeouts, no walks. There was a pass ball, but this is a good JMU team. James Madison, you know, we talked about it the other day. Uh, Fenwick Trimble was three for three coming into his last at bat against Gage Wood. Gage Wood struck him out on a slider on the outside corner. Uh, Trimble was a triple short of the cycle at that point. He was the one that inserted the dagger early with a three-run shot. So uh, go back to the first inning with Hagen Smith real quick. The, he had a 3-2 walk. He got ahead in that count to the leadoff batter. And then it was 0-2 to the second batter and hit him. And that's when the wheels really kind of started falling off. Trimble hits the three-run home run. He walked another guy, came back, got a ground ball, then two strikeouts. So no big deal. Move on to the next one. And tomorrow, hopefully the weather's a little bit better now that the front has moved through. Uh, and the bats will warm up a little bit, too. Nine hits on the day. Kendall Diggs, two for four, had a had a double. Hudson White and Jared Sprague Lott hit their first home runs as Razorbacks. Sprague Lott was two for two with two RBIs. Uh, Jack Wagner had a, a double in the eighth inning. There were a couple of instances where they could have scored more runs, especially in the eighth inning. Uh, just hitting to a double play at the wrong time and 
but there weren't very many strikeouts. Jason Jones was the one today that he had three strikeouts, but nothing really concerning, you know, other than that, man, everybody got a hit just about uh, that was in the lineup. So really excited. Uh, this team is going to be really good. They showed a little bit of their depth today. Uh, Will Edmondson came in in relief of Jason Jones in left field, and Ross Lovich, from the transfer from Missouri, came in to pinch run uh, for Wagner late in the game. So I like Hudson White behind the plate. I can see why Dave Van Horn loves him. He, even having a, a catcher leading off, you can see the hitting ability and his ability to get on base. He's a smart base runner as well. So I'd like to see him keep developing as a catcher behind the plate. He had what we call ejecto mid a couple of times where he had a couple of pass balls. So uh, a little bit more quieter with the glove behind the plate, and I think we're going to be all right. You know, it's interesting, Kev. You talked about White leading off. Uh, that's a catcher that led off. That's right. Uh, yeah. The other part of the strategy played itself down to really what you could say would have been about the uh, sixth spot in the lineup, and that was with Wagner. But he had right, left, right, yeah. left, and then right. I guess that would be the five spot in the lineup. Uh, and then, of course, Holt is a right-handed batter. Same thing, Jones, a right-handed batter. Sprague Lott is a right-handed batter. Wilsmeyer is a right-handed batter, so he ran out of left-handed sticks. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought, as a whole, the lineup though seemed to flow. It did, and it's it is weird seeing so few lefties in a Dave Van Horn lineup because he's been real big on lefties in the past. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Diggs and McLaughlin were the only two lefties in the lineup. You put Stovall in there, you'll have three out of six uh, when he comes back from his injury. So uh, yeah. Heavy on right-handed hitters, and but that's a little bit different. But uh, I like the way the lineup stacks up. Holt had a double early in the game, RBI double. He was the one that uh, got got it going in, in the second inning to tie the game. So uh, Peyton Holt, he's the spark plug uh, on rivals. We we called him our money ball player, kind of like Zach Gregory uh, was in the past for the Razorbacks. Uh, so Peyton Holt. He, Look good at second base. Uh, I really like him there. I think he will transition back to third just because he, he's going to hit. He's going to be that guy that provides the energy and, and brings it every day. But I like the way it stacks up. I like McLaughlin uh, right there. Aloy had a little bit of a rocky start, had two strikeouts. Looked like he was pressing a little bit too much, trying to hit the ball. He was cold. Feet. He's never been this yeah. cold in his life. <laughs> exactly. Coming from Hawaii, he's like, I did not sign up for this weather. I came to the south. For warm weather and humidity, <laughs> this is not what I was thinking. So uh, he'll snap out of it. He'll hit. So not not too concerning there either. Kevin, I guess based upon just these numbers today, and I'm talking, certainly we would not expect Hagen Smith. I don't care if he had gone five innings, but he went 42 pitches. He's through until next, I guess, Friday night when Arkansas plays Oregon State. But the 71 by McIntyre, the 36 by Wood. Wood might could come back maybe Monday, possibly. But yeah. I would think McIntyre, he's through for the weekend. Yeah, McIntyre's going to be done for the weekend. I could see Gage coming back for a Monday for an inning or two. If he has a quick inning on Monday, because uh, tomorrow would be his flush. Sunday kind of gets back into it a little bit, uh, throwing like because Gage coming out of high school, he was used to ninety to hundred pitches, so his body's used to it. He's a physical specimen. He's six foot, two ten, two fifteen. He's built for this. You know, he he works hard at his body. He's very meticulous uh, as far as his nutrition and everything. So he yeah he will bounce back. If it was a Friday Sunday, I would question it just because mm-hmm. it's the first right. you know first uh, series of the year. They got the depth to get out there, but yeah, I could see him probably coming in for 25 pitches on Monday. All right, hang in there, Kevin. We've got to take a break. That's Kevin Bohannon around the horn, thanks to the Wood Family Dealership, along with Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Or score 
than seven years ago. I don't know how long ago that was, but I'm pretty sure that's when we got our sofa. And those recliners. If you're sitting on furniture from a fireside chat with FDR, get presidential savings at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings. East Wing, West Wing, even your Oval Office. 30% off store-wide and up to 50% off on select items. Extended hours on President's Day. Save even more Franklins with Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the lazy. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and DJ discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming presented by Barton's Home Outlet. Kitchens, baths, floors, and more. 100% employee owned. Watney Chevrolet is your destination for big Chevy savings. For a limited time, get a 2024 Equinox SUV for just $22,390. Or a roomier 2024 Tahoe SUV for just $65,499. Restrictions apply. So be sure to visit WatneyChevrolet.com to learn more about these big Chevy deals. Or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville for a test drive and more savings on your favorite Chevy models. Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Whenever wintry weather, or even the rumor of it, invades Arkansas, Arkansans invade the grocery stores and buy up all the milk and bread, which always has been a puzzle to me. This January snow left shelves across Little Rock emptied of both. Here's an idea. The next time snow and ice come our way, Forget about the milk and bread. Instead, stock up on corn dogs and Coke. That way it'll feel like you're at the state fair instead of being snowed in and watching Bonanza. You want to know where you can get corn dogs and Coke? Double B's? We have the best. Stop by for a snack and a perfect fountain drink. All 34 Double B's locations have monthly specials on all kinds of stuff that you need. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Serta Pro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Serta Pro is here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Serta Pro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting do what i do trust serta pro tune in every monday night at seven during basketball season for the eric musselman show coach will break down gameplay and strategy brought to you by genesis of conway arkansas's only genesis dealership the all-new genesis of conway now open at 1075 call your drive now back to drive time sports live from the eat my catfish studios eat fresh eat local eat my catfish For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We be we will be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn, thanks to the Wood Family dealerships. When you walk into Double B's, you can expect that greeting, welcome the double B's and there's always those monthly specials that you need to take advantage of in fact you need to ask your double B's cashier about signing up for a rewards card we can save money on purchases at all of the stores and I've encouraged you over and over again sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card and you'll get 10 cents off a gallon at the pump doesn't get much better than that. And they've also got the daily specials, the monthly specials. That is, whether it's on the Canadian, the clearly Canadian water, just $2.99. Or they've got the 24-count crystal geyser water for just $4.99. And we've talked about the Red Bull specials. My favorite, again, is the core hydration water. Fell in love with that back last year. or this Yeah, last year in Nashville. Uh, 30 ounce, you can get it for $2. Yeah, just $2. Then there's the core hydration, plus that's the 23.9 ounce, and there's different varieties you can choose from. That's just $2. So check out all these deals, plus more where? 
at Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. All right, let's do this. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. That's why it's called the family of dealerships. All right, let's check in with uh, Rick. Rick, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin. Yes, I do, and uh, I listen to every pitch today, and uh, uh, and uh, I listen to Bubba and all them, and because I love them guys, and I'll listen to them on every game through this weekend. Bubba uh, is a character. There's no question. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, but Hagen, the excuses I heard, it was too cold. And uh, the way he pitches, so why would you pitch him if it was he can't pitch because he ain't got in the 60s and 70s? <laughs> but uh, McIntyre came in there from Bryant and Gage Wood from baseball. So uh, I don't understand it. I think there was a little bit of excuses in there. For me. Rick. <laughs> what? I've never heard yeah. that tone from you before. Are you okay? Well, I Do I need somebody to come to check really, on you? I always try to be really nice, but I am really pumped up about this baseball team. Well, don't get, I mean, don't let the air out of your balloon, but I mean, it's just one outing. He'll be okay. I but, know, but you're I know. right, he wasn't but very good today. Couldn't throw strikes. a great pitcher. But maybe he can't pitch when it's uh, 35 degrees. Well, okay, yeah. his, his halo got a little tilted today, so don't don't let me it don't be really good know. for him. I want him to do good. I want them all to do good. Of course. Well, yeah, probably but, good for him. He, know, he said he said and all that and how and how they pitch uh, and how they release their arms. Maybe he was just off today because it was. Yeah. Two go. Yeah. His, 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 his cap was lopsided. Rick, Rick, do you live near McCroy? Where do Where do you live? Yeah, I live over here in East Arkansas. Yes, I, sir. I, 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 I'm going to put you on hold. I want to send somebody out to check on you because no, uh, that just. Doesn't... Oh my goodness! I want to come and check on y'all. I would love to meet y'all someday. <laughs> An old retired uh, principal, me and my wife, we own a pharmacy. Over here in McCroy, I would love to meet y'all sometime. Y'all are my hero. All right, buddy. Thank hey, you, hey, Rick. Get off here. All right, buddy. Thank you, Rick. Well, okay. Look, they got to consider a lot of things. Number one, he has had enormous hype. He's yeah. pitching against James Madison. That's not LSU, and he's thinking, I'm going to go out there and show I'm the ace, and I'm just going to throw bullets. And you get off a little bit. He had 0-2 on the second guy and then hit him. You know, that that's probably the turnaround of the inning. Then a guy hits a fly ball that on a normal day wouldn't have been out, but it was. He'll learn from that. He'll be okay. Yeah. I, I have no, like like I said to open the, the segment, I have no worries that, it's gonna, that he's going to bounce back from this. He had, he had an off day. It happens. Like, you know, what wasn't the prime conditions for him to go out there and throw yet. But, you know, a couple of years ago, he went out and threw when it was. You remember the uh, at Round Rock the event down there where they played Stanford and Louisiana Lafayette, I believe. Uh, it was cold down there. He did okay as a freshman. So yeah, he's gonna be back, bounce back next weekend in Arlington. Nice conditions, nice seventy seventy one degrees on Friday night against a really good Oregon State team that can hit. By the way, I think he'll be fine. Uh, I hate to give this update, but I will. Bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, Arizona is leading Arkansas by a score of two to nothing. Two to nothing. Arizona scored their only two runs in the bottom half of the first. Yeah, this is softball. Uh, Bottom of the first innings when they scored their two runs. That's all so far. Only one hit each. One hit each. So, not a whole lot of offense. A lot of pitching in this game. 
Kevin, I guess you probably didn't even notice when you said this, but I had to write it down because you were talking about Gage Wood and you said, oh, he was not electric today. He was only 92 to 95. And I'm thinking, well, not that long ago, 92 to 95, you were a flamethrower. Now you're just a normal guy with normal stuff at 92 to 95. Holy smokes. Well, yeah, considering the 97-98 that Hagen was throwing in, in the first inning, it happens. And it gave February 35, 36 degrees out there. I'll take it. <laughs> he was I'm only giving you a hard time. I'm, yeah. only, giving oh, you, yeah. I'm only giving you a hard uh, time. All right, tomorrow. Uh, I would suspect, well, I'm not sure. I am not sure uh, who will be in the lineup uh, from an offensive standpoint. But we do know that Brady Tiger is on the mound. Uh, I think this will be another good test uh, in regards to pitching because it's going to be cold again. Yeah, and... I think the Razorbacks were fortunate to only use three pitchers today. That that was the key. If they could, we knew Willie Mack was. If he could have got five innings, great. He got he got five and two thirds. Gage got a couple. So Brady's going to come out. This is his first time to start the season as an opener. He ended last season as a club, as a as a starter after he came back from his injury. So what are we looking for? Seventy to seventy-five pitches, hopefully, and that goes into fifth, maybe sixth inning. Get ahead of batters. Hagan Smith, you saw today the three-two counts, the hit batters. You can't. You got to avoid that. Now, who's going to be next? Because you used two of your veteran relievers today, and Willie Mack and Gage. So, Cody Frank. Uh, you may see a couple freshmen tomorrow in uh, Tate McGuire and uh, Gabe Gakel. You could see Jake Faraday, uh, the one that redshirt redshirt freshman last year. He's looked really good in preseason so far. If they can get through with three pitchers again tomorrow, they're set up very nice to possibly sweep, assuming they win tomorrow. I would bet we see the same lineup today. The only change, and I don't think they would take him out of the lineup, is they put Ryder Helfrick in there. But I don't think they would this early. Dave Van Horn wants some consistency behind the plate. Hudson White showed he's a valuable asset at the leadoff spot. He did good behind the plate. He didn't hurt him today back there. So did a home run, had a walk. You know, got on base two out of the four times he was up to bat. So, I think you'll see the same lineup tomorrow, and they'll go out, and I think they'll score a few more runs tomorrow. Kevin, I realize it's one game, one game only. The major concern about Jason Jones was his stick. Yep. Do you think we could see Sprague a lot? Use maybe in the outfield. Now that's that's when Stovall comes back. I don't think we'll see right. that until I then. Put, yeah, my first thing would be put Jack Wagner out there in left field because he's played in left field before. Okay. That would be my first go to. Yep. That is a spray lot continues to hit the ball. Realize he's not going to go right. two for two of with course. a home run yeah. every day. But uh, <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right. laughs> All right, Kevin. We'll talk with you next week. That is Kevin Bohannon around the horn. GMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing at Saracen Casino Resort during February, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD pickup this month. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino...